0: It is time for another amateurs fantasy sports podcast. Hello, and welcome to the NRL Fantasy Amateurs podcast, aka the Late Show with Ryan and Mark. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> we're uh, we're putting in the midnight shift tonight. Well, it's not quite midnight, but it feels like it. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so obviously, mate, I just want to know are the punters winning at Chartin and and uh what's it Bloemfontein or what's going on?
1: <laughs> mate, I'm surprised I haven't seen your dad pop up yet. Um No <laughs> plenty going on late at night, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, no good stuff, mate. Anyway, um mate to obviously round seven team lists. Today we've got a bunch of questions, people scrambling, ripping their teams apart to get Nathan Cleary. So we'll, I guess we'll chop it up, we'll have a look, and we'll uh, we'll see if we can't uh, bring some order to the chaos.
1: Yeah, let's jump in.
0: So, uh, mate, we're going to start off, so it's Anzac week, Anzac round, Anzac day week this week. Uh, so we've got a, a bit of a weird schedule, but we got the Thursday night game as normal. Sharkies and then the Seagulls coming out. Obviously, some interesting stuff here for the Sharks team with Fanukan out and Brandon Braden Hamlin uelli out. So that sees Talman into the starting team and McInnes at thirteen. So, I guess the bad thing for us is with both of them. Obviously, the short turnaround on the HIA for Fanukin, It's a little bit murky in terms of the role for McInnes.
1: Yeah, I, I assume this is going to be McInnes' jersey moving forward, but given that Fanukin's out, you can't say with 100% certainty that it is. Um, mm-hmm. I would assume Fanukin goes to 10 and Tolman to the bench, but yeah, there's just that like lingering 10 to 20% chance that uh, McInnes goes back to the bench. So I think I'm going to give him a week. He's very cheap. His break-even, is. I think his true break-even is in the high 40s, so mm-hmm. I don't think he's going anywhere. He's still going to be very affordable next week, but um, yeah, if if he keeps that 13 jersey and he's playing decent minutes, he looks like a very good buy coming up.
0: Yeah, I mean so I had a look at McInnes just before and in his career where he's played at least 50 minutes but not played 80 minutes, there's a sample of 24 games Mm. uh, and the average at 64 and a half minutes which pumps him out at 51 average, Uh, but That's only 60 metres because there's obviously a lot of games there at hooker where I'd expect Mm. that he'd be averaging more than that playing at lock. So if you just isolate the games out that are playing at lock, there's only two games, but he averages 120 metres. So, you know, you take that 50 or 65 metres and double it then, you know, you're at, you know, 57, 58 average. And there's also no turnover tackles in any of that because he didn't play under the turnover tackle sto- scoring in 2021. So, you know, he could be 58, 59 in 65 minutes. um I mean, probably best case scenario, but, you know, Low fifties is definitely good there, and that makes him a keeper at particularly at five ninety three. So definitely want to keep an eye on. Certainly one you can wait on this week. Um, obviously, other than that, it's really just Hines and and Talakai who who put up another pretty good score and and looks to be just kind of an integral part of that offense. But I wonder if maybe once Wayne Wade Graham eventually comes back, he's going to be asked to do less ball playing. I mean, that sounds a bit funny, but he's pretty pricey yeah. there too.
1: He is, yeah. His break-even is still quite low. Um, but, I mean, just the way – he's just such a damaging ball runner. It wouldn't shock me, given how well the Sharks are going right now, if he is a keeper centre come the end of the season. And he's, it mm-hmm. seems like he's played himself into that spot. Like, he's won it. I don't think Connor Tracy's going to hope of winning it back.
0: No, he'd be, he'd, they'd be mad to change it now. They'd, be, they'd yeah. be burning down the stadium if they dropped him now. So, no, it's uh, it's looking pretty good. If you got Talakai, obviously that's good. Uh, if you're in the market for a center, which you probably shouldn't be. Um, he's a buyer, I guess, but not. I, I wouldn't be rushing out to purchase a center at this point now, I don't think. Uh, Cruston Manley, it's really Cherry Evans, and that's about it. Uh, obviously, Kula, some people jumped on him last week, hoping he was going to hold that job. He hasn't, well, at least for now. Um, so I guess that's probably a bit disappointing, but at least he's dual for looping. Unless he's the 18.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like just the silver lining, isn't it? You're looking for any silver linings to save save that. But, yeah, this was always the risk and, unfortunately, it's come true. And, yeah, it's just very unfortunate. You've got to hope he, he gets a run at some point. Um, probably going to need either Parker or Harper to get injured or something like that. But, yeah, yeah I think you just got to hold him now. He's too cheap to really do anything.
0: Yep, and then obviously the other thing we've got Olakua two there. who's an interesting option, and Manly are a team that plays in around thirteen. I know we got a question earlier, which we'll we'll have to cut, circle back to, but he's one obviously scoring pretty well, averaging the fifties. And Davy, um, he seems to be holding onto that edge spot, and apparently there's there's sort of no uh, immediate return date for uh, Schuster, so um, he might be somebody, but he's quite cheap, but. He's kind sort of not really scoring really 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 well either, so question marks there. But um, maybe we'll circle back to him if we got any questions on that in the uh, in the rundown. Uh, then we're going to to have just is it just the one game on the Friday night? Is that yeah, how annoying? Uh, yeah, that's stupid. What am I going to do? I'm going to be like half asleep and three quarters drunk by the time this game starts, which I guess is probably good because it's Broncos and Bulldogs. Uh, at least it should be close theoretically. Uh, So Tamari Martin comes in to the fullback spot, but his fullback stats are not great. Um, I think everybody was pretty excited for Cobo. He's going to stay out on the wing at least short term, but, I mean, it could be one or two weeks before it's Cobo fullback and Pereira into the team or a late SWAT or or something like that. So I certainly wouldn't be purchasing Tamari Martin, uh, but the Broncos get Payne Haas back, which will be a welcome addition Um, But three out-and-out middle forwards on the bench is probably not great for his long-term, you know, like ceiling. Um, You know, obviously you're not selling or anything like that, but I'm not rushing out to get Haas into my team with this, you know, team the way it is right now.
1: Yeah, I think he's a safe at least 60 minutes each week. It's, you'd say, because he's typically, what, a 60 to 70-minute forward. Um, I yeah. think if he's, if he's needed, like if the game's close, I don't think kebby will think twice about keeping him out there for 70. But um, I think most mm. weeks, yeah, he's going to be in like that 60 to 65 range.
0: Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think he's a 60, 65 minutes for 60, to 65 points type proposition. And I wonder, like, I look at him versus a guy like Cleary and whether it's worth spending an extra 80K or not. It's probably a question for me to ask myself later on in the week. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, outside of that, this Broncos team's pretty. I mean, he's made it easy for everybody who owns Billy Walters now, who ends up on the bench. we would probably be looking to move him on. I'm sure, I mean, we've got lots of questions about him, but we'll come back. And then Corey Pakes takes Jake Turbin's jersey. But, um, you know, I think this is a perfect one for the, the TK three date rule here, where we. Yeah, I'm I'm certainly not rushing to recommend Corey Peggs to anybody because his team could change again next week.
1: Yeah, you know, I've just got no idea what his role is going to be because if he if he's playing 50 minutes and you know he holds onto that spot, he's probably a buy. But like honestly, it wouldn't shock me if he played 30 minutes and then Billy Walters plays out the last 50 or something like that. Like this could literally be anything, and I'm very happy to just wait a week.
0: Yeah, just keep an eye on it. Obviously, the PPM looks pretty good um, considering the Roosters and Bull- and the Panthers with the two teams he's played against. But, yeah, I'm I'm certainly not rushing out to give myself another headache. Uh, speaking of headaches, the Bulldogs, Brent Naden, people are looking at him this week. I'm not quite sure why. Matt Burton causing lots of headaches for people. Pangai Jr. causing headaches for everybody that bought him last week. Uh, I think all up, this Bulldogs team is uh, – is a, is a headache, which is annoying because they're around 13 team as well. I mean, there's a couple of guys there between, I mean, even potentially Luke Thompson, uh, who had a good score finally this week. But, um, yeah, I sort of want to see a little bit more out of everybody for, uh, before I go recommending anybody. Is that how you feel about the Bulldogs as well?
1: Yeah, basically, uh, I, I, you're just going to sort of ride the roller coaster with Pangai's got the Broncos this week. So I just hope for a good score there. But, um, yeah, everyone else, I'm, I'm pretty game. happy. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else, I'm pretty yep. happy to just sit back and let him go around.
0: Yeah, and then obviously Max Kings are uh, uh, plugging your team and keep playing him until he maxes out, and then we'll we'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, all right, off to the Cowboys at 7.30. Man, these games are late in the week. No early game on the Saturday either. Um, Cowboys juggernaut. uh, Is it's disappointing for Gilbert owners uh, with Lukey retaining that edge spot. Although I'm pretty sure that, you know, it's probably likely that Gilbert will come on after 20 minutes and play the balance of the game or 25 minutes and play the balance of the game type thing. Um, I don't think that changes what I thought his role was going to be. It's a 50 to 60 minute hybrid edge obviously the uh, the movement to the bench definitely negates the um the ceiling um, and basically puts him down to his floor which is uh I mean are we're just holding or you
1: know, certainly not buying no I'm, I mean he's certainly not an urgent um, urgent one to move on he, he went pretty well off the bench last week I his break even is still in the 20s as well I, I, I think he's fine to hold for another week and um, if you see his minutes start to dip, then, yeah, he's a perfect upgrade uh, candidate. But otherwise, I don't think it's anything urgent there. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, other than that, obviously, Cowboys are around 13-team. Tom, Jason Tomololo is one you really need to have a look at seriously um, outside of that. I mean, there's a chance that this we could have Holmes and I was actually looking, I had a very preliminary look at State of Origin today, just trying to work out for round 13. And I actually think Talonghi's a, a chance for the left wing for Origin. Really? Well, you know, that holmes center Talongi wing combination for club, mm. you know, and then you have the right edge of Coates and Gagai. Um, I, I think it's definitely possible.
1: Oh, uh, mate. Edrick Lee's back from injury.
0: Well, yeah. So oh, it's, it's one of the two. They're basically carbon copies of each other. Um, But um, no, I I definitely think that's possible. But, I mean, state of origin, cash out, keeper-wise here, it's it's basically Tomalolo. But, I mean, the shift of Gilbert to the bench does add a couple of question marks in terms of, you know, if they, you know, at least if we got Lukey on the bench and Gilbert starting, you've got the chance that Lukey's just going to come on and play 20 minutes and that's it. Whereas, you know, it's looking here like there's going to be some sort of you know I'd probably you know shift Tomalolo down five minutes on what I would have projected him with the, if as opposed to if Gilbert was starting mm. um but you know I mean he's still an option, but i I'd certainly feel less comfortable with him with this team than I do if Gilbert's starting.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me with uh, Tamalolo, it's just his PPM just hasn't been as good this year as compared to what historically, and, and maybe it's just because he's getting older. You, you can't sustain that forever. Um, but um, if he's playing 60 minutes, he should average at least 50. So, Yeah. yeah.
0: he um, Traditionally, when he plays less than 55 minutes, his PPM's really bad, but then the more minutes he plays, the PPM gets better. It's It's really weird. It's one of the only players I've ever seen where it does that. Huh. Yeah. Have a look at it. It's quite interesting actually. Like it's a, it's like a significant amount. It's like not 0.85 versus 0.93 or something like that. Like it's not a small difference. Hmm, interesting. Um Yeah, I don't know why. I think maybe it's cuz he cause he's a big play guy or maybe it's you know when he carries niggles he plays less minutes historically. Yeah. You know. Maybe, it maybe could also maybe be it's just a coincidence.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could also be that the fact that if you're on the field longer, you're a better chance at having a big play, like a, a try or a line break or something yeah, like that.
0: correct. And, and he's got no tries, no line breaks, and he does have a 45% line break and 17% try scoring rate, and he's got none of either this year yet. So I definitely think that there is some attacking stats coming for him, and it wouldn't shock me if he's a 55-plus average rest of season, and he is somebody that I've looked at. But, I mean, when you've got guys like Crichton and McInnes running around, Cheaper, um, it's hard to pull the trigger on Lolo given what we've seen three good and three bad games so far. Uh, outside of that, this Cowboys team's pretty irrelevant. Um, other than, oh, Hammer, he's going to have to fight his way back into the team. This uh, Scotty Drinkwater has been playing pretty well, um, and there's not an obvious spot for him to come back into as long as they keep playing well. So, it be interesting to see how it goes. Um, hard to say the same for the Titans, who've been pretty poor. Um, but team looks fairly similar. Uh, not really anything overly interesting happening from a fantasy perspective outside of Dave Fafita, though.
1: Yeah, not really anything going on. Um, fermal has been pretty poor the last couple of weeks as well. Um, Sexton is just awful, honestly. Outside of just Fafita doing two solo efforts his last two weeks, there's really just nothing to talk about here, <laughs> is there? No, I do want to thank you for selling him and egging him on for me. Yeah, that's uh, isn't. Is there anything <laughs> just more fantasy demoralising? Like selling <laughs> selling Fafita and Tamalolo right before they start putting up good scores, like literally the week before.
0: Yeah, and yet get, somehow mate. your rank is still
1: good. Yeah, yeah, for now it's on that, the way. It's, on true the slide. <laughs> it's true class. True class, mate. <laughs>
0: All right, seven thirty Saturday. The victorious West Tigers come up against the Rabbitohs. Yes.
1: Future uh, premieres. This
0: is, yeah, oh God no. Um, this team looks fairly unchanged. too Tulungy, obviously the the big, uh, you know the fantasy option here in the Tigers. Now, Ryan, mm. I think we need to have an intervention. Oh, okay. Um, because you messaged me earlier about buying another Tigers player. I didn't, I didn't I say I was wondered, buying. I was just asking. I was mate, asking. You buying? considered it. That we made a pact last week on this podcast.
1: Yeah,
0: we weren't going to buy any Tigers players, and I want to remind you about <laughs> that. Yeah, but
1: you know our, our man Lordy, he, he loves uh, he loves this player. No, mate. He, here's the problem. Right.
0: They beat up on a on a soft team like the Eels last week, and they're coming <laughs> up against. <laughs> oh man, I love. Beat up the bottom I ball really. Ball. I really hope that Eddie goes ham on the eels in his podcast. And he's, he. Do you see that thing on our Facebook group?
1: No, which one was that?
0: Oh, so, you know,
1: Eddie, how he has the that. Run it, uh, the run it straight. Run, it,
0: run it straight. And he, asked, oh, yeah, yeah. he was asking people to run it straight, and I just gave him a big spiel on how the eels are soft and how they're weak <laughs> and all their leaders are flat track bullies and stuff, and I really hope he actually hammers them on it. So, but they are, and mate, it's my, it's this it's the start of my
1: preseason
0: hot take prediction coming to
1: life. <laughs> it's covered true. It starts here with the Tigers. It starts here. Yep.
0: Drop a couple of games to some teams. Gets written off as you know injuries or blah blah. But it's erosion in the culture of the eels, and they're going to miss the eight. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, seriously, don't don't buy don't buy anybody that's not too long you mate.
1: So we're not Jackson. gonna we're not what about Jackson Hastings, mate. You don't want to talk about it?
0: I saw that he touched the ball 90 times in the game on the weekend.
1: It's his team now, mate. Brooksy's a a, a backup hooker now. Oh, mate. <laughs> well, the thing that sort of got me a little bit interested is that he took over the goal kicking from Brooksy at the end of the game, but because um, he's priced in the low th- low thirties currently, so he'd have to um, he'd have to average in the low forties to be 10 points of value. Um, I guess my main concern is that the Tigers just won their grand final. Um, There's every chance that they just come out and just completely yeah. flop this week. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just the goal kicking that sort of uh, piqued I just, my interest I there. Just but... want
0: you to mar- I just want you to marinate in your decision to buy a Tigers player off one of their only two or three wins they're going to get all year.
1: Mate, they just got the Dragons the week after. There's it. another one.
0: Mate, the Dragons are flying high.
1: Yeah, it's true. But Clint will be home. up and oh, about mate. this week. Ugh.
0: I got to verse him in the Hurt locker this weekend too. Oh,
1: no! He's
0: coming like he's in the, like the top twenty something. I think he's he's just absolutely crushing it on oh, Clinto at the moment. He's a, he's a he listens to every pod, even though he knows I'm gonna rip on the dragons every weekend. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna give him the satisfaction of it.
1: Well, they won yeah. this week, so but, we can't.
0: Yeah. Well, no. Nah.
1: Well, you still can, but I mean, I won't. Um. Yeah,
0: so on the other side of the ball here, Rabbitohs. Blake Taft, good score, lots of goal-kicking though. Uh, Ilias back down to earth again, glad I didn't jump on there. Cameron Murray continues to put out good scores. And Davi Mowali's back, but a four-forward bench is not great areas. So, I mean, Rabidos wise it's um... – oh, and Damien Cook with a big score as well, I guess. Mm. Uh, Blake Taft, does that give you more or less confidence, that score in the mid-30s with 12 points of goal-kicking?
1: Um, it was more about what I expected to be honest. Um, I, really, because we, we knew that he's a he's a high 20s average player without goal kicking. Um, yeah, so like that goal kicking puts him into the buy territory, but again, like if you're buying him, you, you're you really not expecting much because he also had a try saber in there as well. Um, you know that said, they got the Tigers this week. They have got the Broncos, Warriors, Raiders, and Tigers again. Titans, Dragons. Like they don't have. They've got a pretty soft run until all the trails due back. So I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. He averages low thirties um, moving mm. forward, and he's priced at what low twenties currently. So yeah. yeah, I don't think he's a bad option. There's not many good options getting around anyway.
0: No, I had a little sneaky peek at him just before.
1: Um, but yeah, I'm
0: not. I'm not. I'm not. Entirely convinced that I want to have him on my team, but I'm not against it at this point in time either. I'm, I'm on the fence. Yeah. Is Ilias how urgent of his cells looking with Ilias?
1: Oh dear. Um, he turned back into a pumpkin, didn't he? He was for two weeks. He looked like, wow, he's actually uh, done something here. And then, yeah, against the dogs, he just comes out and lays an absolute egg. Like, I don't think he's urgent, urgent because his break even is still relatively low. Um, what is his break even? I think like it's like in the teens currently. Yeah, it's in the teen. Yeah, nineteen according to NRL fantasy. So probably a little bit lower than that in true break even. So I don't think he's an urgent sell. If you want to hang on to him for another week, he's playing the Tigers. Maybe he can turn it around. Um, yeah, I'd probably give him one more week. Yep. Um, and then obviously Cook,
0: Arrow, Murray. If you got them, you can hang on to them. If you don't have them, probably don't pay the price that they currently are for them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Knights and the Eels on Sunday, 2 o'clock. Uh, Kalen Ponga with our 100-plus score. I uh, feel like that's a recipe for disaster for people rushing to bring him in, though. Had a bit of a look at him earlier, and it's sort of two pretty clear. So I had a look here. So this is not, not including goal-kicking averages, but, um, 2017, 42.7. 2018, 45.8. This is fullback plus 75-minute games. And then 2019, 42.6. So 45.8, 42.7, and 42.6. And then in 20 and 21, he goes to 49.2 across two years, but at least 49 in both years. Mm -hmm. So if he averages 49, he'd be like... The fourth best wing fullback this year, probably, um, you know, based on current averages, with only what Gagai, Hines, and Pappenhausen better.
1: Mm. Yeah, because I, I, I was pretty, I was, I had pointed penciled in um, on my watch list as a potential buy in the coming rounds until that hundred, because um, that hundred, like that was a thirty point, uh, a thirty k swing or sixty k swing, I should say, like. Um, he's instead of dropping about twenty k, he's ended up going up what about forty? So, mm. you know, instead of and he's got Parramatta in Melbourne the next two weeks. So instead of getting Ponga for say five hundred k, four ninety after playing two or at least one decent team there in Melbourne, um, you're now paying <laughs> <laughs> nice drive by. Beautiful,
0: <laughs> <laughs> love it. I'm the
1: king of it. I almost missed
0: that. And I was like, wait, did he just say the yields are bad? I was like, yeah, nah, that's what he said. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you're now asking for 570K. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those ones where I'm, I'm just not too keen anymore because of that 100-point score versus if he had scored 45, I'd be much more interested in buying him in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Because um, they yeah. got the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys, Bulldogs, Broncos, Warriors in the lead up to Origin after the next two tough games. So, yeah, the yeah. big the
0: big concern for me here is seven offloads all to hand and ten tackle busts and two hundred and forty meters. That's not his game. Mm. You know, it's normally like six tackle busts and one or two offloads, which you know, you take that, you know, twenty call it twenty five points off and. And take it down to 180 meters. Another six, you know, you're at third, which you know you're at a 60 something, you know, with a try, which is is a fine score, but you know, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not you. You shouldn't be expecting this sort of stat line out of him week to week. Mm. And, and I mean, yeah, it's, he doesn't play 13. He's going to play Origin, but you know, there is a pretty soft run there after they go through. Well, I mean, this week, soft matchup against the Eels, and then they got to play Storm and Juggernaut Cowboys before they go into Bulldogs, Broncos, Warriors. Yeah. So Especially,
1: because, yeah. like, I mean, he was looking before this 100-point score, he was looking like a perfect straight swap for Crichton or something like that. But now, uh-huh. you, because of that 100-point score, he's gone up so much. It's only, what, an extra 20K to McInnes or an extra 40K to Angus. I'd, I'd just much rather uh-huh. take take a punt on someone I think is going to average, say, 10 points more. Um, for 40k more.
0: Yeah, the problem with this, Ryan, is you're being far too logical and rational for me. Yeah,
1: you know, the people <laughs> don't want that.
0: Times. They want upside, mate. We need more Knights players.
1: <laughs> you've, you've only got five, mate. You need a six. Get them in. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. only got
0: four at the moment. I reversed my uh, earlier trade. I'm, I, I'm sitting here with no trades yet. I like, like to attack it with a fresh mind on a Wednesday. Cedric, hey, Edric. So- Ah, no, I just don't know. I like Edric. I want to. I want to get him, but I'm not sure because I, I, I. My biggest fear for Edric is is um the High Hunter coming back and and ruining it for me. But Nari Tyler hasn't been that good this year though either. So you know maybe he'll drop out. I don't know. But outside of that, Gaga is still scoring pretty well. Um, Clifford's fallen off a cliff, which is you know it's fine. Um. Kurt Mann, man, he's so disappointing, isn't
1: he? Yeah, he's almost a victim of, like, his own utility value and, and just not – his minutes are just all over the shop. I don't know. Um, he seems like, one, I'm, I'm not in an urgent rush to sell, but if you've got no other problems, he also seems like a pretty good candidate to upgrade to Cleary or some other keeper mm. at the moment. Yeah. Um, he's kind of just sitting in my team
0: and I'm like, I haven't really looked too hard at him. Like as a as a cell, I'm just kind of like he's just sitting there doing whatever he does that week, and I sort of, I've almost like like whenever I look at him, my eyes like have some sort of thing where they just sh- magically shift away and they don't actually look at what he's doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he's still averaging like, forty six. Like it's not it's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's
0: fine. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's kind of been really up and down, hasn't it? Really.
1: Yeah, it's a roller coaster, isn't it?
0: Yeah, which is not what you would have thought from him. I thought it'd be just boring as bat shit. If you told me average forty six, I would have been like, well, thirty-five tackles in hundred metres a game. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's like the complete opposite of that. Yeah, it's all um of Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then obviously Brady Jones chugging along. David Clemens back into the starting team, but he's not somebody I wanna be purchasing. Uh, and Chris Randall, he's one he's kind of he's obviously certainly not a sell, but he's nearing the point that he can be towards being thought about being a sell. There's a couple of guys like Randall and Targo. I mean, I'm I'm certainly not selling them, but Targo more I'm interested in. In like, you know, he could be a big antipod if you decided to move him on and manage to get somebody who outscored him when everybody else has got that player. Hmm. But I think you'd be much more likely to do that with a Targo than with a guy like Randall because Randall's still scoring 50s a week. But, I mean, Targo's yeah. had a couple of weeks in a row of not that great scores now. So I'm sure we'll touch on him shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Tyson Frizel, interesting pod option as well, but pretty expensive. Um, Parramatta, though. Uh, Hayes Parram named on the wing now. Did I see the other day that Sean Russell's round eight or round nine
1: well, the casualty awards got him down as round eight to ten. So, I mean that would make sense.
0: Yeah, and it's round yeah. six now. So so the answer the question round of seven. is hays worth a look serum seven same thing. Is no. Um <laughs> round seven oh, Jesus. Um uh, outside of that, Junior Paulo back this week, thank God for that. Um not that I don't know, maybe he's gonna be helpful, maybe he's not. Jake Arthur into the team for some reason. Um, I'm I'm just not really sure what this eels. They kind of missed Paulo a little bit. Um, oh, for I sure, felt.
1: they really did. They really did. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I feel sorry for uh, for Newcastle this week with Paulo back and a pissed off Parramatta. You just have to think they're going to turn up this week. Yeah,
0: uh, but um, yes, fantasy wise, it's really Isaiah Papali'i doing. Stuff and um, the two halves kind of doing less stuff than what people that own them hoped. And that's that's about it, really.
1: Yeah, basically. Read um, <laughs> yeah, Marnie
0: bailout try um, still dropping in price. Yeah. Be interesting to see what happens there, actually. If Reed yeah. goes back to a consistent 80 minutes, he'd be a buy, but I don't know if I can trust the Eels week to week either.
1: No, yes, yeah, especially with. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust it because like, he was playing 80 for the first four weeks and only hit 50 once with a try. So, yeah, yeah it's a little bit. Uh, Big yeah, his PPM has just really, really suffered um, compared to last year. Yep.
0: Uh, Panthers and the Raiders. Stephen Crichton, another low score, goal kicking sort of really or not lack thereof, is is sort of hurting him a little bit now. He's at 47%. So he's one, I think a lot of people are probably going to be looking to move on this week if they can, but he's providing a really nice duel in round 13, which, you know, is going to make some a lot of players sort of consider hanging on to him. Uh, and Targo, same thing, big ownership. Uh, two pretty average scores in a row now. He seems to score better against good teams. Just the hmm. base stats, you know. But like, you know, he's, he's only made twenty-one tackles across the last two weeks. He made more than twenty-one tackles in the first two rounds in each game.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Joe um, you know, yeah, has got
0: lazy because he's got the job now, and he's just you know settled in, and he's just realised he doesn't have to work as well, hard.
1: Well, maybe he was just playing the Bulldogs and the Broncos. They didn't, they didn't, they don't know how to pass the ball out wide. Well, I don't know. Well.
0: Okay, maybe, yeah. All right, they had the ball a lot. But then he didn't have many tackles. How did he miss five tackles against the Broncos? Was he matched up on stags? Uh, yeah, right, he, Edge. He le- yeah, been. he was. Yeah, okay. He yeah, was, okay. yeah. Right, that's fine. Okay. I'm going to – yeah, he's one that I've been sort of, you know, wondering about whether I try to antipod him or something like that. But, yeah, it seems like a waste of a trade. Plus, he's going to play around 13 and, yeah, all these questions. It's probably not one that yeah, you want to be yeah, risking really going must. against.
1: Yeah, like, and it's like, do you really want to spend a trade on a centre? Like, who are you going to get? No,
0: I do not. No, I do not. Matt Burton in a couple of weeks, maybe. Um, Tyler May is going to get the jewel. Has he got it already? Don't know. No, I mean,
1: not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not
0: yet. He'll get the jewel tomorrow. Uh, and then, um, you know, obviously you can, he'll be very helpful. Uh, T- TK seems to think that Staines is going to hold his spot. They said that on the rap podcast this morning, which I thought was interesting because we've been sort of basing on the assumption that we thought Tyler May might hang on. So that's going to be an interesting one. But obviously he's made a lot of cash anyway. So, you know, no one that bought him is going to be disappointed. But outside of that, it's – we probably need to deal with the pink elephant in the room. Um, (laughs) Oh, Nathan. Yeah. 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 Jermaine Hopgood. No, Nathan Cleary (laughs) obviously – uh, he scored 93 points, break even down to 78 now. Um, I was actually looking at something pretty interesting here. Um, so he's owned by over 50% of teams in the top 100, but really only 30. Yeah. Yeah. So 50, 54 of the top 100 teams have Nathan Cleary already. Interesting. So that, and that's what made me look at him and go, you know what? I wonder if I should just not get him again until after I <laughs> do it again, huh? going against him. I just, I wonder, I, no, I'm not saying I'm not doing it. I'm just saying I'm wondering whether I should not do it. Mm. So I'm just wondering, like I'm looking at him now. So he's obviously played some pretty soft Matchups, and But they now go into the Raiders. The worst team that they're playing between now and State of Origin is the Raiders. On maybe the, the
1: Titans. Maybe the Titans.
0: Just ladder-wise. Ladder-wise. Oh, ladder-wise.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. But, like, he could comfortably put up good scores against every single one of the teams that he's playing, except for maybe against the Storm, who I think would be pretty solid defensively. But he's got Storm and Roosters in that time in a row but i mean mm. raiders titans eels cowboys all very comfortably could put up scores against but oh, i serious. feel like the floor is i feel like the floor is lower but i mean he's still going to be good right like i still think he's probably going to wind up being the highest averaging asset this year mm-hmm. but i don't know if i want to compromise getting two guns to buy one gun is
1: where I'm up to. Hmm. Yeah, he's interesting. Um I, I, I certainly I I certainly don't think there's a bad time to buy Cleary. Um no. any week is a is a fine week to buy him. He's obviously, I I agree with you. I think he'll be the highest scoring player. I, I don't think that's a hot take. Um oh, I mean maybe one of these forwards like Cam Murray just keep putting up scores that could push him, but I, I think high sixties to low seventies is where he'll finish, um sort of similar mm. to twenty twenty. Um, which means the floor is lower. Because we were saying last week, if he didn't put a score on that rabble of a Broncos side, he never yeah. will all year. Um, in fact,
0: I'm kind of disappointed with 93, if I'm being 100%
1: honest with myself. <laughs> he was looking pretty dangerous, though, when he was running. I was surprised he didn't get a try in there at some point. Yeah. But, but he um, didn't get yeah, one. He would have got a try in that
0: game last year. If it was 2021, he would have scored a try in that game.
1: I probably would have scored a double. Um, Correct. But, I mean, the Broncos went with them for a while. Like, they went with Penrith for a while. They just didn't have the class to keep up. Um,
0: yeah, but most of yeah. – like, Cleary had, like, 30% of his tries in the last five minutes of games last year. Mm. So, I mean, yes, you're right. You're 100% correct. But I just, think that, I just think that, like, that last little burst that he was getting at the last, the last 5, 10, 15 minutes of games last year, I don't think that's going to be there. That's That's where I'm – Expecting his points to drop out. It's the forty meters, two tackle busts and a try that he's going to lose. And like one every once in every three games or something like that that he was picking up because he had a seventy something percent try scoring rate last year.
1: Yeah, just insane.
0: Which you can't <laughs> you can't repeat chance. that, right? You have gotta drop that down a little bit, even if everything else stays the same. But he returns to a forty percent try scoring, like half the tries, which is still way too high. You know, even if he returns back to that, that's, you know, he's going to – those games that were 75s become 55s, which is what you saw in his second game. You know, and it's still a good score. Like, mate, if, if Mitch Moses scored 55 every single week without a try, his owners would be creaming himself. It's just because it's Cleary that everyone's disappointed. You know, 65 <laughs> in three games coming off of shoulder surgery, no preseason, seasons, just monstrous. But, yeah, I just – yeah, I'm, I'm – I got a I got an inbox earlier like should I trade DCE straight to Cleary and I was like why <laughs> <laughs> like in multiple questions like they they're averaging about the same you know DCE can easily average DCE can average can score a ninety three without a try he's probably mm. one of the only other players that can do that but yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think people are just um, a little bit have a little bit of PTSD on last year and just how good he was. Um, and fear missing I, out. Yeah, exactly. I, I just think you need to think about twenty twenty. Like he was still very good, but you know, if, if you didn't have him, it wasn't the end of the world. Most weeks, some weeks it was when he was putting up a hundred. Mm. Um, yeah, I, obviously, there's no bad week to get cleary. I just wouldn't rip your team apart to do it.
0: Yeah, correct. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like, my trade trades that I'm looking at this week involve buying Nathan Cleary, so I'm not telling people don't buy Nathan Cleary. That's not, you know, I've learned my lesson with that. But, um, yeah, I certainly don't think he's a must, you know, urgent buy this week with a break-even of 78 coming off a game against the worst NRL team I've ever seen outside of a buy Um, Yeah, and then the Raiders, obviously, they're looking to mix things up because, you know, they're, they're not very good. Um, Rappanar goes to fullback. Uh, Savage goes onto the wing, although I'm not sure that's the configuration I would have gone with. Um, and then outside of that, it's all pretty much as per program. They've got Chance, nickel Kluckstar on the 14. Harry Rushton's coming to the team uh, as a option, but there's no guarantee he's going to stay there even this week, let alone indefinitely. And probably another one of those cooler Davy Mwali-type people that you I certainly wouldn't be rushing out to purchase. Is that the way you're feeling about him?
1: Yeah. Look, to me, if he plays 30 minutes and holds his spot, he seems like an obvious buy. It's just that you just can't trust Sticky as far as you can throw him. Because, like, we've, how many times have we seen Sticky play one of these young blokes for like one game just to give him a taste or, you know, maybe two games, something like that? And then they're straight back to yep. reserve grade. Um, yep. And I, I just really time. worry. Yeah, exactly. And I just really worry that. It's, this is the case here because his reserve grade stats are phenomenal. He, he seems like a, a future gun um, in a couple of years. But um, yeah, I'm just a little future bit hesitant. Being the that, yeah, I'm just a little bit hesitant that we'll get, say, you know 25 points in 30 minutes this week and then it'll be out of the team next week.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, another Emery Gula. But that's the reason he's out for Emre so Emre Gula can go back and play some minutes in reserve grade. So, you know, it just keep him them, keep them ticking over, I think. So, yeah, I certainly yeah, am not overly passionate about anyone in this Raiders team outside of Starling and Schneider, who we should just have in our team ticking up making money. Mm-hmm. Moving along to the Dragons and the Roosters. The victorious Dragons are doing a great job of ruining our punk club bets since 2022. Um, Ben Hunt, I, I was pretty keen on him. I was almost pulled the trigger on him last week, and I'm glad I didn't because he only scored 46. But, I mean, he's sort of in pretty much everything, um, and he's looking like somebody that I am going to be interested in buying pretty soon. Um, yeah, I think just his involvement. He's got the consistent base stats there. Seven missed tackles, a big downside here. He's not tackling anybody. Why is he not tackling anyone, right? I don't know what's going on here, mate. He averages yeah, like 19, 20 da- tackles a game normally. He's just doing like 12 at the moment. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? He's just dropped off. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. It's it's, yeah. it's odd. Uh, maybe he's just a trying to preserve the body. He's, he's getting old, mate.
0: Well, that's probably true. I don't think he's going to play Origin this year. Um, so he's won maybe for round 17. He's not going to play 13. Um, but outside of that, this Dragon team is not particularly fantasy relevant.
1: Yeah, no, let's just move on to the Roosters, I think.
0: Yeah, aside from Matt, Matt Feeney, who's who's it's just scoring absolutely crazy, but he's 500 and something K now. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, all right, Roosters, James Tedesco, lots of people looking to sell him to bring Cleary in this week. Not sure how I feel about that, but um, I'm sure we'll tackle that in the questions. Momorowski's back, Kevin Nagama's out, Suwali, meh, nah. um, and Angus Crichton back in the starting team. Um, so I guess the big talking point here, what, um, I wonder at some point if Momorovsky is going to become a buy in the centres at 370k at the moment.
1: Yeah, well, he just keeps going backwards, doesn't he? Um, it seems like the Roosters are, I don't know, they're playing pretty ordinary at the moment, but it also seems like Robbo, uh, Robbo, I think, considers himself a bit of a genius. Um, sometimes Is he holding detriment. them back a bit? I think he's trying to like figure out some combinations. Um, yeah, he's obviously doesn't have them peaking right now. They're a team that's building. Because um, no. like even when even when you notice uh, with the halves, like Kiri's sort of taking a little bit of a back step to Walker at, at times, and I think it's I think he's just toying around with things, like trying to try out different things, try out different combinations. Um, yeah. You have to think and eventually they, yeah, they're going to switch it on. In fifth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the the biggest downside for the Roosters, is, I think, is their forward pack is like they, like sometimes they can just get monstered in the middle, like or their defensive in the middle is can be a bit weak at times. Um, with you know, Wirree Hargreaves getting on Collins, you know, he's coming back from injury. Tuckiyo is always injured, um, but uh, if they can figure it out, like you have to think they're going to click at some point, and they can just fire, and and that's when Teddy and yeah. the is of the world really come into their own. Hmm.
0: I think if you ask me today who's going to win the NRL Grand Final this year, I'd still tell you the Roosters. Yeah. If, if Robo gets
1: it right, I, I wouldn't bet against it.
0: I don't think it's an if, man. I think it's a when. Hey, and we we looked at this. I remember we looked at this a couple of years ago, and I I was like, oh, you know, Roosters always start slow. They never peak early in the season. They all peak, always peak late. Don't buy Teddy at the start of the year. He's going to drop in price. And then every year since then, I've bought him at the start of the year. <laughs> Don't follow i think your i'm advice. just an, i think i'm an idiot is is what it is so yeah but i think he's uh yeah i think they're gonna peak and i think that um they're gonna absolutely run a train through the competition from like just after origin or around that period because they only need to be within striking distance of the top four for most of the year and then mm-hmm. they go bang 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 end the year and, and I mean, once that happens, everybody's going to be absolutely scrambling to get to Desko and their team because he's just going to absolutely explode. I mean, it could be this week. I don't think it's going to be this week. It'll probably be like, you know, around 10, 11, something like that.
1: And they've got three pretty easy games going into Origin. Like they've got the Dragons, Bulldogs, Titans, and then they've got a soft one against the Parramatta. Um... Mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Soft one against the easy beat Parramatta Eels. Yep. Wet, the the fighting wet paper bags. <laughs> oh, man, I love, I love when Parramatta are bad. It's like my favorite part. I, I enjoy <sighs> the only team I wish more to be bad than Parramatta is Penrith. <laughs> I love Penrith to be bad just because I think Ivan Cleary. I just really don't like Ivan Cleary. Anyway, I'm sure I've complained enough about Ivan Cleary. And then obviously Angus Crichton as well. He's back in the starting team. Cannot skip over that. He's one as an option. He has not scored fifty points yet this year, so um, his break even's fifty ish. So I'm I'm certainly not rushing to to drag him into my team immediately, but he's one you can look at if you want to this week. But there's also no guarantee that there's not some sort of late swap shenanigans when that butcher starts. Not butcher starts either. So probably want to give it a week or two and see what happens.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty tempted to bring him in this week to be honest. Um oh, yeah? Well have, yeah, I had to think it's only a matter of time. Like he's gonna yeah. like he's had no line breaks, no tries. Like it's the same way you were talking mm-hmm. about um Tom Lolo, how he's sort of due for something like that. I think Crichton's sort of yep. the same. And um I, I think personally I think this is gonna be his spot moving forward. Um I, yep. I don't see him moving back to the bench.
0: Yeah, I think he'd been reading my diary. <laughs> He's gonna be running a Jaden Sewer this week and I think it's just, yeah, it could be it could be the start of something beautiful. Maybe I'll get him. Maybe I'll skip Cleary and I'll just get him and McInnes instead. Do it. I don't know. Or Ben Hunt. I don't know. Lowell's my oyster, mate. Who needs Cleary? It's not even about winning. It's, I'm I'm just here for the memes. Um Then we got uh, Storm and the Warriors to finish us off. With uh, Ryan Pappenhausen seemingly, I don't know, he had some sort of, you know, Dak Prescott-esque broken ankle, but he's going to play this week. Uh, and then um, <laughs> and then, uh, months to step up factor uh, in the in, yeah. game again last week. Uh, Harry Grant scoring well, Josh King doing the opposite of that. Uh, mm. And the same with Brandon Smith. So we see lots of questions around this Melbourne team. Ryan, I don't, didn't have the pleasure of enjoying Josh King's price rises, but I'm certainly enjoying the pleasure of not having the headache of trying to work out if I'm going to sell him.
1: Yeah, well, because um, I've, like, I've had him uh, since round two, so I've enjoyed the price rises, and I think I'm, I'm leaning towards selling now. He's just – his uh, PPM has just been awful, hasn't it? Like We knew his PPM wasn't great to begin with, but 25 in 66 minutes – Bloody hell. Um, mm. Only made 26 yeah, tackles on the weekend. That's pretty horrendous. Yeah. yeah, it seems like, I don't know, I'm not so sure what it is, like whether he's moving out wide at times because he hasn't made many tackles the last couple of weeks despite playing big minutes. Um, I wonder if it is a case of that he knows that he is going to be playing 65, 68 straight. Um, so, so he's just you know shirking
0: his responsibilities out on the edge.
1: Yeah, something like that, or just taking a bit of a breather. Because, you know, I think 26 tackles in 66 minutes, 22 tackles in 68 minutes the week before. Um, And he's a plotter. You know, he needs tackles. If he's not making at least 35 tackles, something's wrong. So, yeah, I I think I'll be jumping off this week. I think it's time.
0: I wonder if he's carrying an injury of some description.
1: I mean, if that's the case, why is he playing 68 minutes? Well, yeah, good question.
0: (laughs) All right, mate, we're going to move to the to the questions here and mate we've got a fair few of them so can we just issue a blanket statement now Mm -hmm. um and just you know i'm just gonna say refer back to uh blanket answer um for questions involving trading guys like heinz pappenhausen date dce to nathan cleary can we just can we just plug that in as a don't do that and refer back to base advice for this week, which is do not trade another gun for Nathan Cleary. Can we do that? I think so, yeah. Yeah. For guys like Heinz and Pappenhausen, like, let's be clear, right? I don't have a problem with you trading guys like Kurt Mann, Junior, Paulo, Jai Arrow, those sorts of players out. I have mm-hmm. a problem with you trading out guns. Do not trade Daily Cherry Evans or Nico Heinz for Nathan Cleary. It's not good. It's bad. It's bad football. You don't want it. <laughs> okay good all right good job all right so stan uh the first part of your question is the answer is refer back to rule number one but then the second <laughs> rule number one for this week being don't trade out a gun to get nathan cleary let's call that rule number two just to avoid confusion um yeah uh but then the second part is or should i just jump on a fallen gun like Ponga, mckinnis etc i think that's a great idea
1: Yeah, I'd go McInnes or Angus. it would be my top two. I I think Angus is the safer one to jump on this week, Uh, but if McInnes is in the same role next week and he puts up a good score, I'd be jumping on next week.
0: Yeah, I think Angus is my preferred option out of the Fallen Guns category this year, this week, Mm -hmm. I mean. Is it too risky to get McInnes? Need a mid-cover. Kobe and Josh King to McInnes slash Talakai and Taff, or TPJ slash Lolo,
1: but then need to get Edrick Lee. Um, who, who is his tough option? Who is the forward with the Taff?
0: McInnes or Talakai in Taff?
1: Um, I think I'd go the McInnes option personally with with TAF. Yeah, McInnes. If, yeah, taf? I mean, if, if, if um, TAF is going to have to be in your seventeen, I don't know if he is or not. Um, I'd prefer that option. And his job is his job is just safe as rocks like you know he's got that job locked in for the next eight weeks and honestly the way cheap going at the moment you've got no idea who's going to be in the role next week i think you've got to place yep. value on that no agreed
0: should i use my clary fund to get david for feeder instead well this is a different thing than what I would expect.
1: <laughs> this so is, this is like a Mark question, pivoting. I
0: love this. Yes, you should do that. No, not really. No, you should get Nathan Cleary. Use your Nathan Cleary fund for Nathan Cleary. Don't buy Dave Fafina instead. I'll just want to get a a, a sound off from you that you agree and you think that's good advice. Yeah. No,
1: I like yeah. it. I'd do the
0: same. Right, sure. Okay, good. Will Brandon Smith ever be a buy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next year when he's at the Roosters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah good call maybe not even yeah actually when he's playing hooker at the roosters in twenty twenty, yeah it'll
1: be 400k he'll start at 400k yep. yeah
0: great great stuff yeah or if harry green's injured that's the two times yep. with many looking to get grant or cleary who is the best cheapie if need two trades to get them in tomorrow martin suali pay rushton or origin hero Edric lee <laughs> that's from our uh our boy captain
1: barbs Oh, who's the best cheapie? Um,
0: I think it's Origin here, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't mind uh, taking a stab on on someone like Sawali, but he's he's a lot more expensive. Um, so I, I think the number one number one choice is is Edric. But uh, if uh, if the Roosters ever turn it around, I think Sawali could be something.
0: Yeah, is there a material difference between Joseph Suale and Edric Lee? Uh,
1: just Suale can plays on a team with better attack, I suppose. Yeah, but is
0: he an origin hero? And has he ever played with his brother and steered Queensland to victory?
1: Is he a Queenslander? Where, he, where was he born? No, he's Where was it? Was in, uh-huh. in Queensland, in
0: Samoa, or somewhere? It's, that's part of Queensland, I think. So
1: yeah, he was born in he was born in Penrith. That's in Queensland.
0: Yeah, perfect. I'm um, thinking of putting Tyle and May into fullback for Teddy, and then doing Teddy to Taff and Hunt to Cleary. What do you think? Thanks, Dean. Oh, I'm not Dean. I'm Mark. This is Ryan. Oh no, you're Dean. Okay, no, no I knew that. I was just his, the Dean. Dean McKenzie, being his username, was a was a did giveaway there. So the question is: Teddy and Ben Hunt to Taff and Cleary.
1: Oh, no. Um, Look, I, I can't blame you for wanting to trade away Teddy. He's been going very poor and you could probably get similar points from Taff. Um, I know Mark's going to hate it.
0: Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I'm not telling you it's a bad trade. I just don't like it because, uh, like, I, I understand exactly the thought process that you're going through when you're doing this. I'm just a lot more scared. About Tedesco and Ben Hunt, like I reckon the combination of those two players could average a hundred and fifteen between them rest of season.
1: Like, do you have any? Because like, what's Teddy? Teddy's what like about $600, 614 k. Do you have anyone else that's around that price? Like, do you own a Kurtman or you know? Can you get Edric Lee instead of Taff and trade a you know a Nanai Steven or something like, that? Yeah, Crichton, something like that? Yeah, crime something like that. Yep. Like, Because Teddy's coming to the Dragons, Dogs, and Titans over the next three weeks. Yeah.
0: yeah, I would be doing everything I possibly could not to sell James Tedesco. Yeah,
1: every chance average still averages 40 over the next three weeks, but if there's three weeks I'd want to be on, it's the next three.
0: Yeah, I might put the C on him just to give him a little nudge. <laughs> No, I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, so Dean, I can understand why you want to do it, mate. And if your gut feels telling you that's a good trade to do, you do it. But personally, I do not recommend it. And it sounds like Ryan's on the fence.
1: I, I just think there's a. I think I just think you could probably sell someone other than Teddy. I don't have a problem going to hunt to Cleary. I think that's a pretty good upgrade. And there are other good yeah. halves out there. But um, yeah,
0: I'd, I'd love it if you got if you can do like Stephen Crichton to Edrick, or. Jason Saab or someone like that that allows you to go to Clary, I think that's much better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Personally. Most urgent trade out of Josh King, Jeremiah Nanai, Targo and Crichton. Also, are there any decent cash outs below 290 k So obviously we've discussed that the answer to that question is no, are either cash outs. Um, but if you do need one, we've sort of obviously discussed that at length. Josh King Nanai.
1: Yeah, I'd say probably King and Crichton would be the two most urgent for me. I think those are the two I'll be moving on this week.
0: Okay, interesting.
1: Hmm.
0: hmm. I'm not selling Crichton. I don't think.
1: You're gonna hang I'm on to him.
0: Yeah, in Targo. Yeah, I think so. Fair enough. I'm not sure. I don't know yet. My I might fly into a rage and sell him, but I'm not at this stage. I'm I'm hanging on. Uh Moali to Cleary, what? Uh, yeah, okay. Why don't <laughs> you much have in so the bank? <laughs> we, well, he's got 44k in the bank after that, so I reckon he's got uh 900k or 800k in the bank. Yeah, you should do that. Moali to Cleary, you can do that, mate. That's fine. Small upgrade point scoring there, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe five or. It's a five or so.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, Rob. Robbie Dobb. He says, uh, we need a yeet priority list. <laughs> uh, Nanai, Walters, Crichton, King, Leo, Arrow. But happy with a general top five yeets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the top five yeets. <laughs> um, I think Josh King is the highest on the yeet list, isn't he?
0: Yeah, King and Nani would be my top two yeets. I don't think um, I don't think Stephen Crichton's in an urgent yeat um, because I think you can hang him, hang on to him indefinitely.
1: Uh, Walters is pretty high on the yeet list. It's just that there's not many options to pivot to. Um, mm. I know, think
0: Leo's about the same. I, I'm not. I'm sort of not really in a rush to move him on. I think if the Knights forward packing gets him to go forward, that could actually be good for him. Not bad.
1: Yeah, potentially. I, I sold Leo last week to get Brody Jones because I thought it was the last week to get Brody Jones. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's break even still in the low 20s. He's not an urgent yeet by any means. You can hang on to him for one more week if you want to. Hope hope for an injury or something like that or a suspension. Yeah.
0: Yep. The four forward um, bench for uh, Arrow is not a giant uh, plus in the anti yeet column, that's for sure. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> He seems like the perfect type of player to upgrade to a to a Cleary or a DCE or something like that.
0: Yeah, or even to Crichton. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sport. convinced that's an upgrade yet, though, considering that Arrow's best score this year is better than Crichton's best score this year. Uh, yeah. All right. I don't know if I can give you a top five. Sorry, man. I don't think there's five urgent yeats. Full stop.
1: Really, King just King, King is all five. Josh King, all five.
0: Yeah, and number five can be done. Uh, Edric looks to be the best cash down option. Played pretty well too. Thoughts? I think you're right, Brad.
1: Smart, smart operator, Brad.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, Queensland state of origin hero Edric to you. Um, yeah. Well, the peak cows. Who's on the chopping block? Looking at Walters. Yep, fine if you want to sell Walters. Sort of covered those. Want McInnes, but who should make way for him? Josh King, Nanai, or Matt Burton? Definitely not Matt Burton. Um, Josh King. Yeah, I think we've spoken. Yeah, Josh King. Fine. Uh, We'd love to get Fafita in. This is from Tom, all the way from England. Mm-hmm. Uh, no love man. to get Fafita in. Uh, only concern is facilitating it, and should ob- Origin be a consideration at this stage, current thoughts that I could go Targo and Nanai to Fafita and Edric Lee, or if this is a no. Would you move on any of Targo, Nanai, Crichton, and if so, to who? And I only have 14K in the bank.
1: I don't mind that move, um, to be honest. like the Targo, Nanai, to Edric, for um, I, I still think we're far enough away from Origin. Like, we've still got, what, six more games or so? So hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six. Yep, six. My maths is good. Yeah, you still got six more games to before we're there um i mean if you if you're really concerned about overall then i'd probably consider you know pivoting to someone else like a i don't know um all right can i
0: can i put an alternative to you ryan Uh uh-huh so instead of selling targo and holding on to stephen crichton you still sell stephen crichton hang on to targo Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that means you have 67k versus so you have 60k less so instead of getting for feeder you get mm. like a tyson frizzell or something
1: yeah or yeah I guess how much is for feeder he's what 780 782 frizzell
0: mm. 730 so that might be you might be able to swing that or i mean even angus crichton and bank the
1: yeah bank the cash bank
0: the Bank the 160k for future moves.
1: Yeah, I don't mind that. And then you could always upgrade Targo next week if he puts out another four yeah. score.
0: I actually think there's a fairly strong chance that Crichton doesn't play Origin this year.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm. Well, Who, okay. Let me, on, the, on the edge. let me put it to you. Let me put it to you this way, right? Okay. Yeah. So the safe spots, fullback, Teddy, and then Tot oh, Josh Adokar on the wings. Turbo, one center. Mm-hmm. Then there's another center spot that's open, right? At the yep. moment, I've got Jack and playing left center and Turbo playing right center. Okay. Then Louis Cleary, Cook, safe. Right. Haas is going to take one prop spot. Frizzell going to play right edge. Then, so you've got the other prop spot and the lock spot and four bench spots. Now, into that. Cameron Murray and Jake Tobovic are gonna to take two spots. Which leaves you with Daniel Saifidi, Liam Martin, Angus, Fanukan, Paulo, Isaiah Yo, and Victor Radley competing for four jobs. Hmm. That's assuming that they're gonna run Radley as the utility and not an actual
1: utility. Yeah, I mean, you could see Isaiah. Uh, sorry, Nico Hines or something there in that fourteen spot. That wouldn't surprise. Correct,
0: Matt Burton. So I think it could be. I think it could be Liam Martin on the edge, and um, mm. or Cameron Murray on the edge, so that he gets to play the eighty, and then Liam Martin and Angus are competing for a bench role. And you couldn't honestly give it to Angus at this point, could you?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a long way to go to Origin, though. still six weeks. Uh, could always turn it around. But Fafita's definitely going to play
0: Origin. I reckon there's at least a 25% chance that Angus misses out, if not higher than that.
1: Okay. Angus it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm just just thinking, Yeah, bank the 150K and, you know, that that, that 150K might come in handy. And are you 100% sure that David Fafita is going to average more than Angus Crichton rest of the season?
1: I mean, no.
0: <laughs> no, I'm there not. You you, for 150K, you'd want to be 100% sure, wouldn't you?
1: You would. You would, yeah. Yeah.
0: Matt, I'm just out here asking the hard questions, all right? I'm just... <laughs> no,
1: you're doing the Lord's work, mate.
0: <laughs> okay, thank you. All right. I'm thinking of moving Targo to Ponga and Man to Grant. Have Hines and Paps and Randall as my other hooker cover. We'll clear out the bank.
1: I like the Amanda Grant part. Um, yes. Targo to Ponga. I'm a little bit on the fence about. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Um, I don't. I hate could take it, but or don't leave that it.
0: trade. Yeah. yeah, I could. I think that's probably maybe a bit
1: sideways. Yeah, maybe a slight upgrade. Um,
0: yeah. My worst, My wonder is who's your centres if Targo's not in your centre.
1: Yeah, that's an, that's another big question. Definitely lock in the Grant Unless- trade, but. Um,
0: yeah, unless it's Aiken and Matt Burton, I'd probably consider hanging on to Targo and just you know, saving that trade. Is it time to move on from Josh King, who's made 134k? Trade him for Lolo right now, or wait a week and get McInnes. If I shift Ooh. him this week, yeah. If I shift him this week, I'm thinking of downgrading Coates. Uh, for somebody 200 298k or less wing fullback preferred, which let's say it's Edrick. So, um, so it be King and Coates to M- Lolo and McInnes and Edrick, or would be King and Schiller for two guys 350 to 400k? I,
1: I think I'd do the uh Coates to Edrick, um. Geez, I really like McInnes' McInnes' potential more than I like Lolo. Um, yeah, it's just that yeah, you, it's not you're not getting a sure thing with McInnes. You're getting a, I, I guess what an eighty percent probability that is he's, uh, he's going to be a good buy. Yeah. Uh, maybe ninety percent. I don't know. Uh, but there's always that little bit of doubt. I, I think I'd go McInnes personally. Yeah,
0: I. I think you need to move Schiller on at some point, but I don't think there's anyone between 350 and 400k that I'm interested in buying.
1: Mm.
0: So, unless you were going to go like King and Schiller to Blake Taff and Edric Lee to free up some cash for future upgrades, but it means probably playing Taff in year 17, I'm guessing. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Having, having Edric Lee, Xavier Coates, and. Uh, Blake Taff in year 17 or in, your, or in your team's not ideal, so maybe not that one. So, yeah, I reckon go with what Ryan said. All right. Uh, do you want to do the Instagram ones and then I'll finish off with the Facebook?
1: Yeah, cool. Let's uh, get through them. Mark needs to go to bed. Um, I do need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, V79, he says, love the work, boys. Always gold hearing Mark's rants. Um, oh, good. You've, I'm glad if, I, if, I if, if,
0: fulfilled your thing tonight.
1: Um, is it time to move Critter on? Thinking doing uh, Critter and Josh King to Walters. Oh, sorry. Uh, Critter or Josh King plus Walters for Cleary and Rushton and bank 61K. Um, no,
0: I don't think I'd be bringing in Rushton, bro.
1: I mean, he's got he's banking 61K, so you can always just get Edric if you want to, I suppose. Yeah, I'd do that. I'd much prefer to do that. Cleary and Edric for Critter and... Oh, I guess Josh King and Walters. I'd, I'd prefer to hang on to Critter over Josh King personally. Um, James, he asks, do I pull the trigger on Nanai to Cleary and cry to Edric Lee?
0: I think so. I'm looking at something yeah. very similar.
1: Yep, cool. Very good. Um, Dominic, he asks, is it, is it bad to only have 24 trades left and I haven't made mine yet this week? Yes. How many trades do you have, Mark? Uh, not enough. <laughs> I've got twenty five. I think it's important to keep in mind you do get four more added in round twenty. So, like, don't panic too much. Yeah. Um, no. I have used know? too many trades. Have you? Oh no. Yeah. Um, Simon, I've got max the- trades
0: but I'm pretty close to it.
1: Oh dear. Um, Simon asks, is it worth selling DC to bring in Cleary? Mark, no. Rule two. Um, yeah. Rule um, two. Zach, he asks, move on. Josh King, Nanai, or Critter first? Who's uh, who's the head of the eat list? Um, well, yeah. for me, it's Josh right. King. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mark, he asks. Thoughts on Curran and Tom Lolo. Can get either for man in one trade but have concerns about both. Curran is the return of Tohu and Lolo is the recent scores at Outliers. Cheers, lads. So who are you getting, Mark? Curran or Tom I
0: would not be concerned about the return of Tohu being a negative impact on Josh Curran.
1: Yeah. I'd go with Curran. I'd go with Curran. I think he's the sure thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I also would probably recommend that you have a look at Angus. Um, here's here's a question for you, Mark a Drifter. Mm-hmm. He wants to know th- thoughts on Helam and Luki? and is it too dangerous to rely on Pappy this week without wing fullback coverage?
0: Oh, uh, that is an that is an interesting one. Thank you for that. Um, uh yes, it is too dangerous. Uh, I think to, I mean, oh, he's pretty late in the. Oh, his last game. Oh, yuck. Um. If you're talking about trading out Stephen Crichton or some something like that to buy Hylim Lukey, then that's definitely not a risk that I would take because there's no. I assume that's where you're going with this reading between the lines. So, if you're thinking about doing that, don't do that. How's that? Uh, he had a pretty he's good very, game. It is very risky to go to not trust. Yeah, but you know he had pretty good games last year too. I think I don't think he's going to play eighty minutes moving forward. So that's my area of concern. And I think if he's only a 50-minute player, like if you look at his career, 50-plus minute back, back row, he's got six games there, 62 minutes for 37 points. It's not, you know, yeah,
1: no it's, it's not
0: something to rush out and, and risk, you know, getting a 16-player a week for.
1: Um, red Dog Shawnee, he's asking, thinking of trading uh, Walters to Harry Rushton and Stephen Crichton to Taft will give me 314 k in the bank next week to get Cleary. Not worried about Rushton becoming a red dot next week. You should be worried about that. <laughs> well, if you're not worried about it, then um, I don't have a problem with either of those trades. Mm. If you're not worried about it. Yeah, maybe. If, yeah, if you don't mind yeah. having a red dot, like, I mean, if you've got 21 green dots at the moment and most people are sitting on, say, three reds, <laughs> you know, you maybe yeah. it's worth taking the risks. Like, like, it's it's fair enough you don't want to take that risk if you've got, like, Vilea, Billy Smith, Billy Walters sitting in your emergencies. But if you've got none of that, then I don't mind taking the risk on Harry Rushton. Um, yeah. Uh, DJ, he asks... Teddy and Nanai to Talakai and Taff, money in the bank for a no, future long no. neck trade. No, no, don't do that. I'd do Nanai to one of them. Um, if you can afford Talakai, that's fine. Otherwise, I'm happy with Taff, but I think hang on to Teddy. Yep. Um, Ashton, well, he asked this question a few hours ago. He asked, or before Teamless, he asked Sexton to Cleary and Mandacula. Um, I don't think no. you can do that anymore. But, um. Yeah, if you could afford Edrick, I'd, I'd go that route. But yeah, otherwise, I don't know, you might be in trouble. Uh, I guess Moali's still 220K. He's fine, I, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, Mason Great asks: glasses, is Angus, Mason Emergency 20. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mason asks: Is Angus Crichton a decent pickup? I think we've discussed that at length. Um, yep. Humperdinkle, he asks: Thompson and Burton, I guess Leo Thompson and Burton to Aiken and Rushton. Mm, no. Yeah, no, I I don't I don't love it. No.
0: It could be back. That could uh, be backwards, not even sideways.
1: Um, Alex Roberts wants to know the order order of urgency to sell Josh King, Crichton, Nani Walters. Um, I think we've we'll discussed that. that. <laughs> I think we Yeah, I think I'd go King, Nani, Walters, Crichton in that order. Um, ludicrous. He wants to know the only way I can get clearion Lud- is going is going man and Teddy to Cleary and Edric. Yes or no? I
0: don't really like it. I don't really like it.
1: Uh, he says that oh, next, week he would, uh, next week he would go Josh King and Leo Thompson to Gus, you know, Angus Crichton and all McInnes. Um
0: yeah, but that still leaves you with Edric Lee probably in your scoring seventeen in your wing fullback, which is not something that you want.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you've got to play Edric if, in your seventeen, okay.
0: yeah, if Edric or Blake Taff is permanently in your seventeen, then the answer to that question is no. If you have like, I don't even know who you might have that that would negate that. So I think I think in a roundabout way, the answer to the question is probably I think you need to find a different way to get. Why are we not doing Josh King out and hanging on to? How's hang, hang this is Teddy and Man to Edric and Cleary?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's the difference between Man or Teddy and Josh King? Is it is it a lot?
1: Like it's a hundred k between King and Man. Hmm. I wonder if you could do like
0: Josh King and. Man to DCE and Edric, or something like that.
1: That'd be pretty nice.
0: I, I like that. that. If you can do that, if you're not a nice little, nice little pod pod move, that's the way I'd go. Mm. I reckon.
1: Here's a trade. So Miles wants to know Arrow and Burton to Cleary and mowali Oh, maybe yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. I'm fine it, with it, that. It's just a- I'm fine with it as well. It's just a matter of, like, who does that leave Because you? obviously you're trading out two blokes that were in your scoring 17 to Cleary and Mawali. You don't want Mawali in your 17. So who is that replacing in your 17, I think is the big question you need to ask. Um, yeah. Because there's, no there's no doubt that, like, say, Arrow to Cleary is a 20-point upgrade or, you know, 15 at worst. Um, but the next question you need to ask is, you know, is Burton to, say, Ilias? is That costing you 20 points, so it's like it ends up being a net downgrade or net even. Um, yeah. because of who you you're also
0: getting it. the extra five, ten points captaincy from Cleary on who you would have had that's not Cleary as your captain, as well.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, Jackie yeah. wants to know so, with the extra trades we get, do we get an extra uh, extra week to use four trades, or do we get an extra four? Wait, or do we? get extra four trades total. Well, we definitely get four extra trades in round 20. I I think after, I think from
0: round round 13 onwards, you can use maximum four trades every single week until you run out aside from the last four you get in round
1: 20. Yep. So there you go. You can trade your heart's content after round 13. Yeah.
0: Which is precisely why you should be saving them now and not doing what I'm doing and spending a bunch of trades.
1: (laughs) Um, I think Isaac I just talked to-
0: myself into saving one this week. Good job, Mark. Good job, Ryan.
1: Good job, mate. Um, good job, uh, Jack. Um, Isaac wants to know: Leo Thompson to Cobo and Man to Angus Crichton. Go again. Sorry. Leo Thompson and Man to Cobo and Angus Crichton.
0: No, I don't really like buying Cobo on
1: the win. Yeah, I think I'd just do Man to Crichton. I don't. I don't mind that, but it's also not an urgent trade either. You can give that a week if you want.
0: Yeah, Um, absolutely.
1: The West Tiger dribbler, he said up the Tigers, one from six. I'm thinking premiership soon. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Boys, how many nights? is too many nights. This is a great question for you, Mark. (laughs) 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 I've got Randall, Man, Jones, Thompson, and thinking about bringing in the prodigy, Edric Lee. What do you reckon?
0: Matt, well, that's exactly the trade that I was looking at just before, and I sent Ryan a screenshot, and I said, look at this rabble when I've got a bunch of nights on my bench. so. Yeah, I think I'm fine with that. Man, I, I don't worry too much about that. If you're buying keepers, it's different. Yeah. Um obviously. but if you're buying cash cows and, and that sort of thing, it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, I was just about to say, like if they're not keepers, it doesn't matter because they're only going to be in your team a couple of weeks and and then you know you'll have a completely new bunch of players. Um yep. uh, Jake asks Man and Burton to clear him awali. We've had that question already. There's another person. I again say same answer. See the see the last answer. Um,
0: yeah i think the last one was arrow and burton not man and burton
1: uh, right. yeah i mean same yeah, rules same apply same. Yep. um nathan flattery wants to know i have a couple of combinations for trade this week oh no um burton and targo for cleary and cheapy uh, don't Crichton and nanai for dce and cheapy now that that yeah. i don't mind do that it. i like do that, um, and he's asking for cheapy suggestions. Uh, martin rushed him worth a look. As I got Lee last week, oh, mate, you're already head.
0: No, I don't. martin not Martin.
1: Yeah, definitely not Martin. He's not good. Is there anyone under? I guess Moale is the only one. I'd with Jason job security. Saab. You reckon Saab's going to bounce back? Jason Saab. <laughs> okay, Jason I'm just whispering. Saab. I'm just whispering it. So no I could claim you said it when he scores 15 this week. He's got no, um, no tries in six weeks so far. He's due. He's due. Um, and I think last question here. He wants to know, should I? who should I trade out for Cleary this week? It has to be uh, two, either Tarpany, Mann, and Wilton. Which two of those three would you trade out, Mark? <laughs> All
0: right. I think I would hang on to Tarpany because he's gonna play around
1: thirteen cool, man and Wilton eat him all right, and that wraps it up for Instagram. How many uh, more questions do we have to go?
0: Yeah, there's a <laughs> couple really done only a couple yeah, Only right. thirty five more oh, uh Matt Lit Sidmans asked nineteen questions i think um, I think I'm gonna just ignore every single one of the questions that he asked rather than <laughs> no we'll 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 cover. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so annoying? Like you're being punished for asking six questions. He's listened to eighty minutes of us dribble on, just waiting for him to answer his questions. And we're like, no, we're not answering that. Um, Great memes. Thank you all for joining. Nah, Nah, all right, I'm going to do his last, so he has to listen to the whole episode. Um, Who's the best buy for seven hundred k or under? One around thirteen players. So thinking Lolo or TPJ.
1: Um, I mean, I think either of those are fine. Lolo CPJ Angus um, when he
0: misses out on Origin.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or if you don't think Angus is playing Origin. Yeah, yeah. If you're
0: looking for somebody, quote unquote, safe, think it's Lolo. But uh, all three options are not foolproof. We're trading at Nani or or first.
1: Well, that's got to bring you pleasure, Mark. Here in that name. Um,
0: I was just Um, about to say, I've been looking forward to the day that we start getting both firm or trade out questions, and I'm glad (laughs) that today is that day.
1: Um. Oh, geez, who's got the firmals? Break even's a little bit higher, but
0: Mm
1: -hmm. God, who's higher
0: though,
1: too? Yeah, who do you have faith in more to uh, to hit their break even? They're playing each other. Well, they're versing each other. Yeah, yeah, they're They're matched up up against each other.
0: Yep. Um, well, Fermor's not a big tackle breaker, so I'm. I'm. I think maybe that's good for Nanai. Yeah, the Titans more aren't more very than. good, so I think I'd move Fermore on first. Yeah, same. Yep, is Talakai buy?
1: Oh, I think we've sort of discussed that. Uh, if, if you want to, I think you'll be end up being a keeper setter.
0: Yep. Uh, thoughts on Wilton and Man to Cleary and a basement price. Thinking of going Hayes, on Para's left edge.
1: Oh, dear. Um, I'd, no, honestly, I I'd, like rather, I'd rather... I don't like it either, but if you're going to do it, I'd rather get, say, a rushed and take a punt on that than um, Perrin, who we know, is probably going to be gone in two weeks. Yeah.
0: Can I make a suggestion to you that the best move is to go to Blake Taff and DCE and not Cleary and a Basement Price player? I would agree. Yeah. That suggestion is to you, Jaden, because I knew that Ryan agreed with me because we have a mind meld. Jorge, he asks a question every week. Welcome. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly too. Thoughts on Kurt Mann? Was hoping he was a keeper. Last two rounds been shuffled around to fill gaps. Breather for Sasagi in the middle of the game. Is he Mitch Orbison 2.0? <laughs>
1: um, well, I mean, I, I don't know if to call him Mitch Orbison 2.0. He's made he's made money. Um, mm. But Mitch uh, Orbison's he, made
0: money in his day too, Ryan.
1: That's true. He's probably not a keeper, is he? But he's um yeah. he's not a sell, he's not an urgent sell. Like he's he's one of those guys if you've got no one else and you're looking for someone to upgrade, then yeah, you can move him. But I'm I'm fine yeah. playing him in my seventeen this week. I don't have any problem with that.
0: Yeah. The big difference between Mitch Orbison and Kurt Mann is Kurt Mann is, Kurt Mann is always going to be named in the starting in the same role, I think, this year.
1: because mm-hmm. their whole
0: attack revolves around him, but he'll get shuffled around and I don't understand why they have Phoenix Crossland on the bench to then not use him as the utility and use Kurt Mann as a utility, but that's a separate problem. And I don't have enough energy to rant about it at this point in time. <laughs> um, but uh, I am prepared to label him Kurt Black Widow man moving forward. So, yeah, I think you can play him or sell him or move him on or keep him. And, and, you know, I don't think you're going to make a mistake there. I think he's just a, Meh at the moment. Caesar Salvatore says McInnes looking good. Can see can going to prop. You early gone for 10 weeks. We agree.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I certainly think that's the likely scenario.
0: Yep. We've given Callum the two most urgent cells out of Nanai, Josh King and Stephen Crichton. Uh, can I bring in? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, sorry. Can bring in. Okay. Hang on. I'm going to go back. There's two comments here. All right. I I need to get the first part first. All right. Uh, Ponga and Clemmer, decent options. Clemmer looks like he's been told to mongrel up and create second phase. O'Brien said it as much prior to his return, did he? All right. I'm going to go back and have a look at David Clemmer. Ponga playing for a contract payday. Looks to have bottomed out in price. Can bring in... LOL, or that's Lolo, and TPJ for man and Josh King both play round 13. Unlikely TPJ has origin or could go to Grant and Gilbert. I have to assume this is before team lists.
1: Yeah, I'd be doing the uh, Pangai Lolo move, I think. Yep, I like it. Um, Clement just, uh, I don't think he's going to get enough minutes. Like he played 46 minutes round 1, 51 minutes on the weekend. yeah you know, he's he's not gonna be a he, like he had a huge game where he scored seventy one points in that fifty minutes but I don't think he's gonna be a one point four p p m guy going forward no
0: if you just look at his forty five to sixty minute career oh, that's actually not too bad twenty nineteen and twenty twenty uh he averaged fifty three or more in 55 and 53 minutes respectively mm-hmm. um but before that it was 42 33 47 49 but also that was the when he came came to the nights as well so yeah i'm going to have another look at Clemmer because i've been dismissing him but i'll come back but at this stage i'm not i'm not going to recommend him to anybody uh, best cash out op- option under three hundred eighteen k. Looking to cash out Walters. Who is the best to trade out of Arrow and Man to get Clary? Uh,
1: I think Man. I think I'd trade Man before Arrow. Mm-hmm.
0: And three. Well, we've talked about under three hundred eighteen k. I think so. Uh, We're just talking so many people in Edrick Lee this week. This is fraught with danger, isn't it? Oh,
1: yeah. He's going to score six this week. You just know it. That's why why we're telling everyone, don't put him in your 17. Whatever you do, do not do that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Number 20 or number 21. That's it. Stinking Stephen Crichton to Savage and Brody Jones to Um, Talakai. We haven't
1: talked about Savage this week.
0: Yeah, and there's probably a good reason for that. (laughs) <laughs> um, and I certainly wouldn't be rushing to trade out Brody Jones either. So I don't think you should doing either of those trades personally.
1: Yeah, definitely don't trade out Brody Jones. He, he's still got a tiny break even.
0: Yeah, he says, don't really want to trade Jones, but I'm convinced Talakai is a keeper centre um, and I will have Savage's cover. Yeah, I don't like it. Kobe to Goatley and Stephen Crichton to Angus, Uh, an upgrade worth doing just feels like trading for trading. (laughs) Might just do Kobe to Goatley because they'll probably average the same.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Is that Austin? It is Austin. Of course it's Austin. Um, uh, I don't know. What would you do, Mark?
0: Uh, I would probably suggest holding on to that and just waiting for Angus to
1: actually do something. Yeah, he's been bloody saying in the trade thread he's in the no trade gang. So just stick to the no trade gang. Yeah, yeah,
0: mate. Yeah. Hold your trades. You only got 23 left, and that's certainly not the same amount that I've got left. So save some trades, you addict. If one can't afford Cleary, is buying for feeder this round on the hope he keeps booming and keeps up the play to make, meaning no Cleary for a couple of weeks or better to make an extra trade and get Cleary. Oh, so two cash outs and then get Cleary next week. So three trades to get Cleary or just one to get for feeder. oh
1: Jeez, Mark. Um, I mean, it, it would help if there were good cash outs to be had. Yep. I think I'd just get for um, feeder. Ride the yeah,
0: roller coaster. Yeah, or or you know, Frizzell, Karen, Angus, Karen. Yeah, oh, I don't think I think they're all in the same tier. Uh, I think for, last week my advice would have been to buy for Fafida, but you know y'all just wanted to wait for him to get two big scores in a row and ruin his price. Um, I can tell you it's very enjoyable for Fafida from my experience last week, though. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy
1: for but, you, mate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh is a buyer named at thirteen he is Abayoff. We've discussed him at length uh would would you jump on stags now we're getting to the mats mat's questions uh would you jump on stags or ramian They're getting a bit pricey though I, uh,
1: I mean personally I wouldn't be jumping on either because I'm not in the market for a center um I don't know. I just can't justify spending 650 or 645k Ramian is now on a center. I just can't justify it. Um, I'll
0: be waiting for Matt Burton to finish his tough games and then buy Matt Burton. mm -hmm. Just so it isn't missed, Talakai and Admiral Talo surely can't drop the most devastating edge in the NRL currently. We're not dropping him. We think that's going to be... Yeah, so then the other edge is Katoa and Ramian. Yep. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna be. Um Do I believe or do we believe that Lolo is back to premium Lolo? Uh
1: I don't. <laughs> like his PPM is still um... Regular lolo he's just playing a bit more minutes at the moment i think i don't think he's going to be playing 70 every week i think it's going to be more like 55 to 60 most weeks
0: yeah i'm I'm neutral on it i think he's fine i think he's a fine buy but i wouldn't be i mean he could average 50 or he could average 60 plus or somewhere in between those two things and i don't feel confident enough with any of those outcomes to give you a definite opinion thoughts on wacko jacko Josh Jackson, TK, and the boys think he is back to a set from forget fifties as dual position.
1: Um, yeah, I don't. I don't see it personally. I heard that
0: this morning. I heard that this morning, and I don't see it either. Yeah,
1: because um, like he only played eighty on the weekend because Patolo got his head crushed in, um, and, mm. and Naden got injured as well. Yeah, I, I just, I, he's just not a very exciting option. I, I think you can get because how much is he now? He's 634k. Like, I reckon you can get similar scoring from uh, Angus Crichton for 20k less.
0: Yep. No, I agree. Or better. Mm. Um, did we do bash? Yeah, we've done the cash out. Um, I'll sure we've answered really- every question by now. Um, what about Josh King and Walters to McInnes and somebody 247k or less? But I already have
1: Moali. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> there's no one 247K or less I'd feel confident recommending. I saw some people jumping on Brett Naden this week just because he's cheap and he's going to have mm-hmm. dual position probably. Um, how much is Saab? How, you keep going on about these. 250. Jeez, 250. <laughs> We're in the Jake Range. One more country.
0: week. One more week, a Saab.
1: Um, if no. you feel like taking a punt, there's Harry Rushton, but I don't trust it.
0: No, yeah, I'm not excited about it. Um, But yeah, I mean, obviously, McInnes is a good price point, and Walters and um, Josh King are both topped out. So, I mean, you could give it a crack. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm certainly not gonna steer you in that direction. But I can understand why you want to do it. Uh, Ponga question mark? Yeah, we've discussed him. I think I'm not super duper excited at him, but I mean, I think he's fine. Um, he could average high 40s.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think mid to high 40s is is mid-40s probably Ponga's ceiling.
0: Yeah. If I didn't have Hines, Teddy and Pap, I would be looking at him. But I do, so I'm not.
1: Yeah, I'm just not really willing to invest more money into a position like wing (laughs) fullback. Yeah, especially because it seems like Hines is probably the only one who's going to average over 50 um, come season's end at the moment.
0: Yep. No, I agree. Um, should I trade Moses and Teddy for Cleary and Taff or uh, Stephen Crichton to somebody 300K instead of Teddy? Uh,
1: I guess I, Crichton I, to somebody 300K.
0: Yeah, I think I think uh, Moses and Stephen Crichton to Cleary and Edric Lee is the way that I would go. Mm-hmm but that's assu- that and holding teddy and that's assuming that you then do not need to play lee in your 17 yep uh, we've discussed ponga discussed lola discussed McInnes, stags probably he's a center he is what he is i'm I, i'm not yeah well i think we're of the opinion um yeah not not investing in centers at this point that aren't you know if you got whoever you got just hang on to them probably <laughs> Because no yeah. one's better than anyone else. Um, trade Burton and Bird for Cleary in a cash out. Uh, sure. Yeah. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. I think if we haven't done a good enough job of convincing you to hold Teddy earlier in the pod, Damien, then, you know, don't. Um, I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll just tell you that if you, I, actually, I'd love you to sell him because then maybe he'll start scoring well. That would be really good. <laughs> Do us a service, Damien, and uh, and sell him so that we can get him get his price moving in the right direction. Matthew, Matthew has a last question of the day. Excellent. Why would we ask amateurs questions? Uh, Mate, I've been wondering the same question for like a year and a half now, but, you know, <laughs> here we are at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday
1: night. No, I, I can tell you fantasy why. Football questions. Why? Because we'll listen to them. No one yeah. wants to hear about your fantasy questions, but we are here volunteering to listen to all of your questions. When you're you're trying yeah. to tell your 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 friends or your brother, oh, mate, what should I do? You reckon I should get clear? you should I tell yeah. Teddy? They don't care. We're sitting here. Yeah. We're we're caring we'll for love you. It. That's why yeah. you ask us.
0: Yeah, we're the, we're we're all about the people, and you know, you know, just like what your mates did to you, where they give you bum steers. You know, I give a Ryan a bum steer and convince him to buy Paul Gallon instead of Angus Crichton or you know, I told Tyson that Ryan James is in the gun that the week the year he scores seventeen tries from the front row. You know, it's all it's all part we're here we're here for the memes. You know, I told everybody to buy Zaxini and not to buy Nathan Cleary last year. So, you know, I don't know why you should ask me either, but you know, here we are with a forty five minute question answering session.
1: And now it's yeah. time just, to go to bed.
0: Just because of this bloody question from Matthew here, we're making it a Patreon next week, and we're charging you five dollars a question
1: to ask us. How's that? <laughs> you have to you have to pay five bucks a question to hear us to recommend vaccinating.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I but only people named Matthew have to pay. Everybody else, <laughs> that includes Matt Lipit Sidman as well. He's I'm hoping he's still listening. But no, that's all right. No, that's fun. It's good enough. All right, guys, I'm going to go to bed. So thank you very much for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you're still listening, there's probably something wrong with you, but we love you anyway. And um, enjoy your weekend of football. Make sure you, uh, if you do go to the games this week, I assume they have the the minute silence or whatever. Don't be one of those dickheads that yells out in the middle of the ceremony. Just sit there quietly, sip your beer and shut up until they're finished with the minute silence and then and then Yahoo after that. But, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Enjoy your weekend of football. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Love you.